the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you on a beautiful weekend throughout Central Florida. Uh, Weather is beautiful. However, the times are very trying, and I would even say sad and even depressing, of course, um, talking about the events of the last 48 hours, um, you know, the indictment of a former president of the United States um, by what I feel is a very partisan uh, court system, you know, prosecutor in, in New York City. And that's going to be the topic we'll talk about for the first part of our show today. Um, also, we are pleased to let you know we'll have more uplifting topics later in the show. We look forward to later being joined by Coach Rodney Washington. He's an assistant coach on the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U football team, the national championship uh, football team. And we're going to get some great insights about him from the wonderful 2022 season. Uh, the guys captured their championship right before Christmas in, uh, of last year. And it's always, that's a wonderful event to celebrate for the young men in, in our community, both the ball players, their dedicated coaches, and their parents. And then, of course, we look forward to catching up later from our, with our friend uh, Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. And, of course, as we get into spring, Vito's got some great tips for us how we can preserve our precious memories. But before we – and before we get started, I do want to let you know that, um, you know, of course, the Roger Franklin Weems Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And I want to let you know that um, – the dedicated the high school ball players and the dedicated coaches that you hear on our stations, as well as our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system that you hear on AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer are supported by Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution, and you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866 866- FLA door. Uh, as we go, um, I'll just share you know, various thoughts about this situation off the top of my head. Um, we, we talked about it last week, and I'm going to stick with the main theme. And the, the theme that, that, that I want to, to address um, in my perspective is not from a partisan lens or, um, or even a political lens, but just from a, a perspective of respect for America, uh, the mission of this show to protect, preserve, and defend America's founding traditions of God, family, country, and America's founding uh, traditions in general. And one of those bedrock core principles uh, is that we do not politicize our justice system and that we do not use the justice system um, system uh, as a as a tool uh, against our political enemies, and that that's a tradi- long standing tradition from the founding in uh, July fourth, seventeen seventy six. It was actually July second, but anyway, that's another de- <laughs> that's just a a detail. But um, for the record, but um, since the founding of the country, the point is we have abstained both sides, all parties, all factions have abstained from I, the, the the temptation to want to attack uh, our political opponents, members of the other party, um, rival political candidates, if you will, 
um, to abstain from utilizing the justice system and the legal system to score points with or to to damage or destroy uh, our political uh, their, our political opponents. That is a concept that has been bought into, accepted, um, a fundamental concept of the of the nation, of the United States of America. And as I said before, and and and, and it, you know, so so basically, the events of, of of this week are unprecedented in American history, where you have a political can a major political candidate. In fact, Trump is is an announced political candidate. In addition to being the former president of the United States, he's an active participant uh, in a, the coming presidential election uh, of two thousand twenty four, and and. And now um, you've got literally a prosecutor who is on very thin ice, very slippery ground in terms of any uh, legitimate legal concepts. And I'm not an attorney. I'll be the first to tell I'm not an attorney, but you you don't have to be an attorney to understand um, that this case, if you will, these charges are incredibly arcane and nebulous and, and do not rise to the level of, of fundamentally altering the way that we conduct presidential politics in the United States of America. Uh, and, and so this is obviously, obviously a, a situation driven and motivated by partisan politics, um, as well as it goes much beyond that, as most of us know, um, that listen to our show, not just partisan politics, um, you know, um, inside versus outside, elites versus the people. That's what's at stake here. Uh, Trump has threatened the existing power structure uh, in not just America, but in the world. He's threatened this um, movement, behind the scenes movement um, that's been going on for, for, for years, decades, actually. Now it's more out in the open uh, because they are so more embrazened. But this globalist effort, the 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 effort of, for global domination by a tiny group of elites. Uh, globalism. I mean, that's the name for it. I mean, and um, you either get it or you don't, and I don't really have the, the time to be able to explain it uh, if you don't get it, because it's so simple, all you got to do is open your eyes, basically. I mean, did anybody uh, live through COVID, the COVID lockdowns? <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, but the, the there, there is a... <laughs> A strong movement, um, as I said, it's been going on for decades, to to diminish the role of all nation states, particularly the United States of America, um, on behalf of a concept where the world worldwide domination and the world would be literally run by a small handful of elites. Nobody's standing in the way of that more powerfully than Donald Trump um, with his America first agenda. As he said explicitly, he's not out to be the president of the world. He's out to be the president of the United States of America, to, to be the, the, the man who's an initiator and a catalyst for doing what's best for the United States of America, regardless of how that affects other countries or other parts of the world. Um, and that's exactly the opposite of, of this globalist um, ideology and identity. So anyway, obviously, what we've got here is a uh, is is a way to is an attempt to to utilize the American system of justice to bring down a man who threatens the existing power structure, the Washington bureaucracy, the swamp. I think it is is the best, uh, most explicit, and and most accurate way to um, describe what we're talking about the the elites in our country, the political elites, the economic elites, the um, Educational elites, if you will, um, versus the rank and file citizens of the country, the people like like me and you, like you and me, and of course you don't. And those of you know, you don't need to be a, an expert in American history to understand to know that that the, that was a, a, the driving force of the founding of our country, of our founding fathers, as uh, explicitly stated by everybody from Thomas Jefferson to John Adams to Alexander Hamilton to George Washington and many, many others, that George Mason, many, many others, a whole generation, the whole founding generation, that was um, a driving force for the founding of the country was that 
to, to become enslaved by, by the elites, to, to build a country based on a system, in our case it's a constitutional democratic republic, a written constitution which guides the actions of the leaders of the country so that you don't have people being arbitrarily thrown into jail. You don't have people's property being arbitrarily confiscated by the ruling elites. Um, you don't have a justice system uh, at the whims of the, of the, the kings and the lords um, where the individual citizens are in, in most cases before America was founded, the serfs <laughs> have no rights at all. No, we, we, they wanted to, to build a society based on a, a moral foundation um, of justice uh, that where you had a, a written constitution and you had values that respected individual, acknowledged and respected individual citizens' rights. So that, that um, you know, lessened the power and control of the elites, the ruling elites, and it empowered rank-and-file citizens, and the country that we have had, the United States of America, grew out of that, um, those goals and, and out of that country that they were created. And it's been, of course, without a doubt, the most affluent, the most moral, the most successful by any measure society literally in the history of the world. Now, as we know and we see on a daily basis, our principles, the principles upon which the United States of America was founded, are at risk every single day now. And this arrest or this indictment, pending arrest of former President Donald Trump, is just a glaring example, a dramatic example of exactly what I'm, I'm talking about. And it's a very disturbing development for American history. We're going to come back after a brief break. Before we go to that break, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Trader May's Furniture and Decor Market and let you know that Trader May's has over a hundred different unique shops. Trader May's is a great place to shop for unique one-of-a-kind furniture and home accessories. Trader May's features 25,000 square feet of space and over a hundred unique shops and vignettes. They're open Thursday through Monday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Trader Maze is easy to find. They're located 2001 North Rock Springs Road in Apopka, and they provide free beer and wine on the weekends. No wonder Trader Maze Furniture Decor Market has been voted as an official favorite place to shop in Central Florida. Check them out on Facebook at Trader Maze Furniture Decor Market. Friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Room Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's especially great to join you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you during these trying times. And we're talking about another infringement um, on and, and another um, attack on the traditional American traditional values, traditional political values with the indictment and pending arrest of a former president of the United States breaks a longstanding tradition of not using the legal system and the justice system against political enemies. And we'll come back to that topic in just a moment. Of course, uh, the Roger Frank and William show is presented by Christner's prime steak and lobster I also want to give you this word from our friends over at Miller's Sod Sales. The mission at Miller's Sod Sales is to do their very best for every customer every time. Miller's Sod Sales pride themselves on their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh, quality sod. Let Miller's Sod Sales green up your life. They're family-owned and operated since 1995. You can find out more at John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales. Dot com. That's John Miller, truckingandsodsales.com. Great bunch of Americans over at Miller Sod Sales. And speaking of sod sales and grass, it's a reminder to let you know about our friends up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And now that we are full spring and even officially into spring, um, I want to let you know that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair is your one-stop headquarters for all of your lawn and garden needs this spring and summer. 
Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair also carries the best lawnmowers and outdoor power equipment products. You can find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to our discussion about the indictment of President Trump and once again taking the in you know, in our limited amount of time, I'm just looking at it from a philosophical, broad strokes, historical point of view. Um, of course, there's all kinds of nuts and bolts to get into, and there's literally thousands of reasons why this is a terrible development, and 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 I would say not even a wise development. Um, and it, but it needs to be called out for what it is, which is, um, and it, you know, on, on one level, on a smaller level, partisan politics. On a larger level, um, almost I would say almost a nonpartisan effort, or, or literally a nonpartisan effort by the elites in this country, particularly the political elites, to stop Donald Trump, to stop, you know, there's still that fear that he will become president again. Um, They can't have that because uh, Trump upsets the apple cart for the elites. He doesn't, um, you know, from a variety of of perspectives, as we've already seen, uh, including um, the military-industrial complex, he's, once again, he's, Literally, the only person I can think of um, off the top of my head in a powerful position in this country to stand up to the military industrial complex. You know, this situation where the uh, the elites that control our military um, and control um, our foreign policy decisions, uh, you know, have a vested interest, theoretically and not so theoretically, um, in, in, in maintaining perpetual war. Or in maintaining perpetual sending American troops overseas. Um, so anyway, that's a, that. That's a discussion that would take many, many, many different shows, and it's a concept that I really have come to late to the party on, and really even understanding um, and being concerned about. Of course, President Eisenhower warned about it uh, in his final uh, months in office uh, back in the 1950s, um, the 1960s, early early 1960s. Late nineteen, early nineteen sixty, was um, the 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 fact that our military could become so powerful, um, which and obviously it is powerful, um, that if you got the right the wrong people motivated by by um, I- impure motives, if you will, um, our military could be used for very negative consequences, um, and and apparent and, and as we are witnessing right now uh, with this. Woke movement. Now, there's a very strong woke movement um, within the military now, um, as many of you know. We're learning more about that every day. Um, you know, the, the, our military could could be utilized uh, to to um, you know, from a globe to to participate in this whole globalist uh, takeover situation. So, anyway, I you know I'm becoming increasingly uh, aware of and concerned about the concept of the military industrial complex. Well. Trump was one that stood up to it, and and this is one more reason uh, why he suffers the consequences that he does, and uh, from the elitist perspective, must be destroyed. And one more thing about that is, and this is something that I think needs to be debated much more aggressively um, in the Republican Party, and I've felt this way for 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 many years, um, and it's put me at odds, frankly, with many people, many conservatives, and uh, many you know other Republicans, is it, I think that our military, certainly in my lifetime, has been much more um, aggressive than it needed to be in terms of um, overseas engagements. Um, I think a lot of the things we've gotten involved in, specifically uh, Iraq, um, re- regime, re- regime change in Iraq, taking down a government, uh, trying to, to take over a country, um, a sovereign country, and run it um, have been very uh, ill-advised, have been wrong, and and had have been not in our own self-interest from a big per- now. Is it in the self-interest of the the people that run the military and the defense contractors and you know people like Halliburton that make you know billions and billions and billions of dollars off of uh, uh, off of war um, and having uh, the American military engaged um, in battle uh, overseas? Um, 
pretty profitable for them, um, not, not so beneficial for, I think, the average American, um, and certainly not so beneficial for the, the families um, whose, whose sons and daughters were sent over there. And I think you could even say the same thing about Vietnam, and that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But I think that um, w- once we begin to um, pull back the curtain a little bit and just ask ourselves some tough questions about the military engagements this country has been in over the 50 years, going back, let's just start with Vietnam. Um, d- did we really need to be in all these places? And, and, and if not, why, why were we in, in these places? You know, and, 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 who, and who, who was benefiting from it? Um, both individuals and corporations. And and so I think when we start, and, and, and really the only national politician in my lifetime that's really asked those questions uh, has been Donald Trump. Um, and, and once again, we're seeing the fruit of those questions, um, you know, borne out um, th- this past week. One of the many reasons for this massive effort by the elite st- power structure in the country to try to silence and to try to st- uh, stop Donald Trump. And in the few minutes we have left before we shift gears and we hear from Coach Rodney Washington about the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner National Champions, I want to um, w- w- once again emphasize that I'm looking at this from a, from a purely nonpartisan perspective. And I think that every, every American, for that matter, but certainly every elected official and certainly any elected official in higher office, I'm talking about Congress on up, um, of any party, of any political persuasion, should be very concerned about this and should be speaking out against it. Because once you get on this slippery slope, and the the slippery slope analogy I think is overused, often overused, but but that's certainly, it certainly applies here. Uh, Once you open up this can of worms where, okay, all right, we don't like this guy. This guy's a threat. Um, you know, his politics are a threat to us, uh, his agenda. Let's use the justice system to take him out. Let's use the United States system of justice and our legal system to stop him. Uh, we're, we're, not, we're, we're worried. We not, we not be able to stop him politically. Let's get the justice involved. Let's get the legal system involved. Once you open up that can of worms, yeah, that can go both ways. And, and, and that's the problem. And, and, and that's the reason that we've had this long, one of the many reasons, actually, but one of the best reasons, we, we've had this longstanding tradition in America not to conduct presidential politics this way. We've seen it play out on lower offices, and it's always very ugly. Um, and it gives you a, you know, a, a precursor of what to look at legally. But, but I mean, and, and every American should be asking themselves, and every elected official of any party should be asking themselves, where's, what's the end game here? Okay, once this, um, you know, this Pandora's box has been opened, where is it going to end? And, and you know, I, I would suspect that one, of the, one, one thing that, that, that certainly one of the options of what could happen is, well, gee, the other side might decide, well, well, well hey, what's good for them might, might be good for us. So, and, and, and then we have a situation where American presidential politics degenerates into nothing but attacks and charges uh, and investigations by both sides against both sides. Um, so, and, and as we close out the segment, one unfortunate reality that I have unfortunately observed um, from the time that I got actively involved in politics. And what I mean by actively involved was actually choosing to run for office back in 1988 and then sticking around for a couple more years on kind of on the, on the inside of the, um, the local system um, on the board of the Orange County Republican party, things like that. Um, You know, just, um, you know, the, the part of it that, that, you know, everyday citizens don't really observe, um, what I have observed and learned from those experiences is the sad fact that hardly anybody in politics has a big picture point of view. Um, and I'm talking about wise people, smart people, you know, people, respected people. It's just amazing to me how once you get into that political arena, how short-sighted people can be and how all they can think about is gee, the next election or what's good for our side right now at this moment. Very few people have a big picture perspective. And that's why leadership and that's why George Washington's leadership was so extraordinary. But um, the, the point I'm making is people need to 
anybody in leadership position now needs to exercise that leadership and speak out against this and address this because what's happening to Trump right now is bad for America and what's bad for America is bad for you and me and for our future. Friends, listen to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. We have a great guest right now, and we're going to go to him in just a moment. Of course, I want to let you know, remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And, of course, Christner's is where you'll find generous servings of prime beef and a cold-water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. And they're lo- conveniently located in Orlando on Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4. As you probably have are aware, many of you, of course, if you've been listening to our station and to listen to, to um, the programs that I host, you're aware that the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U football team had an extraordinary achievement at the end of the year 2022, right before Christmas. They captured the national championship in Pop Warner Youth Football. Um, and right now we're pleased to be joined by one of their assistant coaches. Of course, he's an Apopka native and a, uh, an alumni of Apopka Blue Darter, Apopka High School and Apopka Blue Darter football. I'm speaking about Coach Rodney Washington. Uh, Coach Washington, first of all, congratulations on an extraordinary season and achievement, and thank you for joining us right now to share a little bit about it. Uh, thank you again. Thank you again. It was uh, an unbelievable journey. Uh, just, just an amazing season, and uh, I'm always happy to come in and, and, and join you guys for a discussion. Yeah, I'd like to now just kind of like to explore that journey, um, you know, a little deeper with you uh, today. And I, I think a good place to start would be in, of course, youth football and specifically Pop Warner football in the Popka has a long uh, legacy of, of outstanding achievement. I mean, they captured a, a, a national championship as far back as 2001, which actually, ironically, was the same season that Popka Little League uh, captured the United States of America <laughs> yeah. championship, um, and they've and 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 had a national championship as recently as 2020. But um, you know, every team is different. But can you talk about at what point uh, in the season did you and and the coaches begin to think this particular group of guys? Might have something special to to achieve, uh, have a, a extraordinary achievements on the field. Uh, from, yes, yeah, my, from my very first conversation with Coach Jeff uh, Robinson, head coach Jeff Robinson, when I spoke with him about joining the team, uh, he let me know on our very first phone call that he felt like he had a special team because originally I was considering being a head coach and starting my own team, so I was calling him for some advice on how kind of how to go about getting into Pop Warner and starting a team. And, uh, you know, Jeff and I, we go back a long ways, all the way to high school. Uh, I played football with his older brother, Coach Artis Robinson. And uh, Jeff was just telling me, he was saying, you know, he he, he would have loved to bring me on board and have me work on the offensive and defensive line because he really felt like he had a group of players that were special. And uh, we started working with him during the summer, with with the line during the summer, and I, I knew right away that we did have a chance to go all the way. No, that's great, and boy, he did a pretty good recruiting job there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's been an honor and a pleasure to be here uh, and be be welcoming to the staff of who I feel like is the greatest Pop Warner coach uh, in a popular history, Coach Jeff Robinson. Yeah, I know. Uh, he uh, Coach uh, Robinson has Jeff Robinson has a a special way of communicating and uh, you know uh, with the players, but obviously he's got a special uh, a way of communicating with the, with the other coaches and and the adults as well as as that story attests to. Um, we're speaking with Coach Rodney Washington. He was an assistant coach, specifically line coach for the Apopka Blue Darter fourteen U football national champions. And Coach, can you now a kind of a two part question? The first part is. You know, obviously, in a national championship season, there were a lot of um, great moments. But I also know, just um, you know, in any sport, 
generally speaking, any championship team also has their moments of um, of doubt or or at moments of of, um, of adversity uh, on their on their quest uh, for for a championship. Can you talk about were there some moments like that um, that that uh, your team encountered and how did you deal with them? Oh yeah, absolutely. Immediately, two moments stand out in my mind. Uh, the first one would be the Mid Florida Championship game where we were actually playing a rematch against the defending national champion Pine Hills Trojans whom we just we just faced uh both of us being undefeated at the last week of the season we faced them in their own uh at their home and pulled out a pretty big win uh at their place and we had to play them two weeks later in the mid Florida championship. And in that game we were down twenty two to six in the late in the fourth, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And there was actually a punt return with less than a minute left or about a, about a minute or two left in the game that gave us the lead and the ensuing kickoff, one of their players was unable to handle the uh, kickoff and we recovered the fumble and the game was over. But that was definitely a moment when, not, I mean, we were playing against a great team who uh, has a lot of pride and a lot of skill, a lot of talent. It's a very talented team over in Pine Hills. The defending national champions I mentioned, and we had just beaten them. So they had they came and brought their best game and we were still able to pull that out. And I would say the other moment of adversity that stands out is when we actually went to the regionals and uh, – we just we 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 came up about we came up about I'd say about twenty yards short of of an undefeated season by actually losing that game in the regionals. Fortunately, we uh the Southeast Region this year decided to send two teams, the top two teams out of the region, and we did advance from that from that point on. But that was a point where we all had to look ourselves in the eye. We knew that we weren't doing. A lot of our players knew that we could play better than we were, and uh, if that was a moment of adversity, where well, I definitely think it propelled us to the national championship. Thank you for for sharing those great insights. You know, just as a lifelong sports fan, and I know that you are too. It's amazing when you look at some of the you know extraordinary teams in any sport, uh, professionally, college, youth football, high school, um, that achieve great things. It is almost um, you know um, happens every time that that they they've had to overcome some some significant obstacles along the way, and maybe even had points where things look very bleak. So. Uh, thank you for giving you insights into the adversity that your team faced and um, how you were able to overcome it. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, obviously in a national championship season, there are a lot of great moments. Um, are there a moment or two or achievement or two that stand out to you, um, you know, that, that are, 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 are special highlights for you to look back on? Oh, yeah. I, I would say on, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's three moments that kind of stand out. Obviously, the national championship game, the way that played out. We were able to actually close out the game with the fourth quarter uh, pass deflection. You know, a lot of drama, high drama at home. That was obviously the uh, that was the crowning jewel of the whole season. But I would say, aside from that, the the first win that I mentioned to you against Pine Hills on the last week of the season, both of us were undefeated. No one had really come close to beating either team, and they were the defending national champions. They also are a natural rival for us, so that's a big game anyway. And that that was one of the main reasons why I came. And wanted to coach here because I wanted to. I'm, I'm, I always am looking for the big game, and so that second, that first Pine Hill game is probably one of the biggest uh, positive moments. And I would say uh, we had a preseason kind of showdown. It was preseason, and a lot of our kids had played on the team that we played against uh, the West Orlando Jags, and they're uh, in a different league. Who's a uh, and they're an elite team from that league, and we're an elite team from, their, from our league, and we went over to their tournament and represented well. So those would be the three moments I would I would that stand out to me. Thank you for sharing. It's always great to reflect back on those um, on the great moments. That's one of the great things about sports too, and especially um, when you have a lot of great achievements. It's great. You know, there are lifelong memories that you'll have forever to reflect back upon. Uh, we're speaking with Coach Rodney Washington. He is one of the assistant coaches on the a Pop Good Blue Darter Pop Warner fourteen U National Championship football team. He's also uh, a Popka High School graduate and a, a Popka Blue Rider football alumni himself. And now I'd like to ask you, one of the things that that you know, that I really uh, respect about you and your fellow coaches and the young men and their families, and that, that really impresses me, that's the word I was looking for, um, about what you are doing is that, you know, today, even so, certainly back compared to when I was growing up, and I'm sure even back when you were growing up, even though you're considerably younger than I am, of course, but um, that that now it seems like there are more 
challenges, if you will, for young people to get involved actively in sports. And what I mean by that, it seems like the the young people today are are very inclined to stay inside, um, to to be on the computer, inside, to do non-physical activities, to not get actively involved in sports. I hear that lament from parents and um, all the time. Um, but yeah, here you've got a bunch of guys out there um, you're playing one of the most stren- physically strenuous games um, that exist and working really hard at it. Um, can you just talk about that dynamic? Uh, you know, how do you, you know, where do the young men come from? What kind of influences do they have? How did you inspire them to to you know to come out and, and play a, a rugged game like football when so many of their friends are you're at home um, you know living a sedentary, sedentary lifestyle? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think if, if you want to break it down, it probably comes down to two, maybe three components. Number one, Coach Jeff Robinson has done a job of making the Apollo Pop Warner uh, football organization and his reputation, as well as all the coaches in our organization uh, and, and our commissioner as well, Coach Mack. They've, they've done a great job of making the Apollo Pop Warner football organization the premier place for football players to want to be. Um, when with, with the type of tradition and and, and reputation that we have for quality coaches, quality players, quality seasons. If, if, if any kids are serious about playing, they're naturally gravitating towards it. Coach uh, Robinson's his ability, his ability to communicate, and I think I was a natural fit because I I share some of that as well. I get really excited, and I'm one of my strongest best friends is getting other people to be excited about things. So that was one of the things that I really wanted to make sure I brought to the team, and I think that that's what is how we got our kids to do some of the crazy conditioning we had them doing <laughs> to this national championship uh, season. And, and they really love football. Yeah, positive energy and, and positive enthusiasm and a genuine caring for, for the young men. Um, that's yeah. obvious. That shines through you. It shines through Coach Robinson and the other uh, dedicated coaches. Well, Coach Rodney Washington, I want to thank you for joining us today to share more about, more really of the inside story of the Pop Warner National Championship or the Apopka Blue Rider 14U football team. Uh, really appreciate what you do and appreciate you being here to share about it with our listeners. I, I definitely appreciate it. It's always great to talk with you all and hopefully we're back here again this time next year talking about another one. Looking forward to it. Fred, all right. Friends, we'll, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. Now we're going to shift gears a little and go to our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Before we go back to Vito, of course, I want you to know that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster and I want to give you a word from our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. Let you know that if you or anyone you know has a need for an auto repair shop that will care for your vehicle with old school honesty, dependability, and integrity, I want you to know about my friends at Sheeler Auto Repair. No big is too small or for the guys that, no job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. It's where I take my car. I've been taking there for over 20 years. Reliability, dependability, integrity, trust, Sheeler Auto Repair. And you can find them at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Now let's go to Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. And Vito, as we are on this um, approaching Easter weekend, I know that um, there's a lot of people that have great memories from wonderful Easter celebrations throughout their lives. And one of the many things that you and Rhonda do at Network Sound and Video is help people preserve uh, those kinds of memories and many others as well. Um, and can you just uh, you know, share a little bit about that for, for people that may be hearing about Network Sound and Video for the first time? Yeah, hi, Roger, and thank you for uh, having us on today. Yes, uh, this week coming is Easter week. And uh, whenever we have an occasion where family comes in to visit, staying, you know, with family and friends, it always tips the scales on them having to bring in all their videotapes and things that they have that need to be restored so they can share with their family. 
And for those that don't know, we do everything audio and everything video for, she's over 100 years worth of back formatting into things that are absolutely brand new, CDs, DVDs, flash drives, hard drives, SD RAM cards. So anything they have that's old, we make new, except for people. We have to depend on the Lord to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, happy Easter week, and we've been deluged with people saying the same thing. They're bringing things in. They have family coming in. Their kids or grandkids are going to be in, and uh, or they're traveling, and they want to take things with them. So it really makes it a, a, a great gift, uh, just a fun family thing to sit around. And maybe after 20, 30, even 40 years, they bring things in like videotapes and film that nobody has seen. The children that they're talking about are in their 30s and 40s. Right. And that the grandkids are like nine, 10, 15 years old, you know, and they have never seen the things that these people bring in. Say, for instance, on the old camcorders, Betamax goes back to the late 60s, VHS back in the early 70s, late 70s. And, and they've had these things and stored them for year after year. And now they want to show all the kids, especially the grandkids. Funniest thing is the grandkids love to make fun of their parents who are <laughs> the seniors kids, if you know what I mean. And they're like, that's sad. No kidding. It's funny. So we listen to these great stories and people come in and they tell us it was a great thing, great time. And nobody left the TV because they wanted to watch themselves on TV when they were little. They were on the beach. They were on the Disney cruise. They were on vacation, you know, or it was a christening or Christmas time or party, stuff like that, or a ceremony, a bar mitzvah, you know, boss mitzvah, all kinds of things we get in. And it's really a wonderful time for them to share and to just watch themselves. Plus, with the shareability part, once they're made into the new masters, the new masters are easy to copy and share so they can distribute them throughout the family. We're speaking with Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video, and you can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. And, of course, they're physically located conveniently in Longwood at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard. And, now, Vito, along the same lines, now that we are – even officially into spring now, that means for a lot of people, spring cleaning. And spring cleaning means a lot of times we uncover a lot of wonderful memories we didn't even realize we had, or we know we had them, but we've got them uh, uh, not so safely stored in a box somewhere or in a closet or on the floor. That's exactly right. Most of the time they're storing them in a closet or an attic or a garage, and, uh, and they bring in everything. And the thing is, they don't even want to open the box because they know what could possibly be in there. So when we open the box and we inspect some of the things that are in there, we'll find everything, little crawling creatures, uh, fuzzy little spider webs and stuff. And they're like, oh, my gosh, because it was like it was out in a garage somewhere and it was maybe it got heated up. But, uh, yeah, so they'll bring things into us. And they're, when they're spring cleaning or they're downsizing their homes or moving from a, from a home to an apartment or, you know, whatever they may be, however they may be transversing, they bring in just about everything. And we tell them, don't try to play anything, because if you haven't played an old videotape, for instance, in your VCR that they pull out of the attic at the same time, it's, so don't do that because then they'll be paying for a repair. So bring it in. We'll inspect it. If it needs to be repaired, we do everything in-house. We don't send anything out. And that's the one thing that people have been coming in, every single one of them, telling me that they did not want to send this stuff out. They found these old videotapes and films and records and cassettes, and people did testimonials on, on audio cassettes, right? And they, and they want to bring them back to life, but they didn't want to take that only thing, that only testimonial from their grandparent that they found that it said 1972 on the tape and send it somewhere and not knowing that it may not make the destination only because of possibly gotten uh, lost in transit. Uh, not that the other people would do a bad job, but who knows what's happening to and from. So they want to bring it in, drop it off, have us do it. They get everything returned. And the other thing is I've had people, and I've probably told you this before, but they've, they've come down from the northern states, you know, from Michigan and New York and, and Connecticut, Philadelphia, they, Pennsylvania, and they bring things with them when they're coming, say, like to Disney, and they're going to visit SeaWorld and Universal Studios. They bring them with them, and they drop them off here so they don't have to ship, and then we return them to uh, with them when they go back after their vacations and their visits. So it's quite something else. Some people do it the whole summer. They're like snowbirds. You know, they come down, and, and they'll stay for the whole summer, and then they'll pick up their stuff, but they don't want to ship them out just by boxing up. Something is so, so 
personal and something so, that's so precious in their lives that they, they don't want to box something up and just ship it out. So that's why they come in here. No, and, and I can certainly um, attest from personal experience that nobody, no matter, um, even if you find uh, somebody else doing this um, that's competent at it, I can assure you that nobody has the, the TLC and has the heart for preserving your precious memories and for you as well, that, like uh, Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Yeah, well, thank you, Roger. We appreciate that. We're, we, you know, are experienced in doing stuff, but everything is new. Every, everything that comes in here, there's always something that we had never seen before. People will bring in, you know, camcorder tapes, and they've got, like we got one in this week, that it had a special tiny micro SD RAM card inside of it. And the guy, they, did, they don't even know that are inside of those, those machines. And we'll take those little tiny things out, and there are all the videos stored on that, but they can't watch it or they can't share it. So we'll put it onto like a flash drive so they can make copies and share. But every, th- every day is new. We'll, and, and, and as the years go by, as the things get older and older, there are materials that are starting to break down, like the videotapes. You may have seen some of those that uh, they're starting to stick and snag, and we've got to do repairs to them. So I tell, tell folks, get them in as soon as possible. We'll give you a free evaluation and make sure that we can preserve those family videos for you for a lifetime. And there are all kinds of things, not just, you know, family videos, sports videos. We do sermons for all the churches locally. You know, all the uh, corporations have brought in uh, documentaries and things like that that they can't watch anymore. And the information that's on it is extremely pertinent until today. It's just that maybe the old you'll look at a computer that they worked on and it was an older you know, an old Mac or something like that versus the new things that are out there now. But the information that's stored on there is absolutely still very, very current, and they want to revise that kind of thing also. Friend, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Frank and William Show today. Right now we're speaking with our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video, and we're getting a great, great insights and a great education as to how we can help preserve our precious memories. And the best way I knew to do that is to go make a visit to Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. And, you know, Vito, now could you um, you talk a little bit about, um, you know, just some of the some of the things that you, you encounter along the way. And I think I'd like to, another point I'd like to make, too, is that, you know, no matter, pick up on what you were saying, even if you feel that what you have is outdated, and I had some things I felt were so outdated, I didn't even know if they were even convertible. Um and if you take them to the wrong place, they're probably not. But one thing that amazes me about Vito is your comprehensive, um, I would say almost infinite knowledge of, of the tech industry, if you will, and your ability to, to, to be proficient in these various um, you know, uh, you know, kinds of applications that go back 30, and 30 plus years and, and are able to, to uh, convert those things and access what's on there. And can you speak to that? Yeah, it sounds that like experience. <laughs> experience equals old timer, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you get that experience? You got to do it year after year after year. But like I said earlier, everything seems to be new. But the thing is, we have brought abundance of old rock and roll stuff. For instance, people love to listen to some old rock. Well, we'll get the bands that come in here, you know, and these things are maybe 40 years old and they had maybe a reel-to-reel audio and we'll restore that and put that into cds for them then now they can share those or mp3 files and put them on flash drives for folks but yet it's just you've got to know how to run them and any of the modern studios that are out there they won't even have a cassette player so they'll send them to us they won't even have an audio say turntable for instance so even people that are doing some type of audio and video They'll go, no, you got to go over to Network Sound and Video. They're the only guys that have that old equipment that can bring things back. But the good thing about it is we, we have the old equipment, but it's, not, it's the newest of the old, in other words. It's got the latest cartridges, the latest, the latest stereo uh, and needles and, su- and such, and, and, the, and the newest audio, or say video de- tape decks. We've got the latest ones that will transfer these things gently and do them the, the correct way. In order to bring back that stuff and bring it back into the newest age, so we're going back over a hundred years, Roger. Sometimes with old slides and 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 reels and film and such, and and bring them.
them back in a way that people can enjoy them right now. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, if we had more fun out here, we'd probably have to pay our customers to come in and bring stuff. (laughs) We have such a blast doing it. And they're going like, this is a fun job. I love doing it. And of course, people stay in chit chat. So we love talking it up, listening to the history and the background of their families. It's, It's a blessing. Yeah, your your knowledge and expertise is, is literally amazing, but it's even exceeded by your caring and your heart for your customers and, and their memories. And that's well, why I thank love. Thank you for that. We we do enjoy it. We we treat everyone as if we were restoring them for our mom or dad or parents or somebody in our own family. And we wouldn't take any shortcuts. We just don't do it. It may take us a little longer sometimes to get something done, but when they get it and they get it back, they know that it is done correctly and a hundred percent of what they expected and even more. So praise God for that. They've given us, he's given us the knowledge on how to do it. And we thank him every day. Vito and Rhonda, we appreciate what you do. And friends, it's great to wrap the show up today on an uplifting note. Go see Rhonda and Vito at Network Sound and Video. And friends, have a wonderful weekend. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.